Hello and welcome to the April Esports Roundup, right? This is the show we do once a month that is solely focused on esports. And I'm joined today by Ty Swoogles. How's it going, Ty Swoogles? Ah, it's going good. Good to be here. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, Kirsten, unfortunately, uh, not feeling so great. So I'm just, you know, sending all my best wishes to him. Hopefully it's nothing too serious, uh, but he can't make it today. Um, so I'm, I'm just hoping he feels better, honestly uh yeah it, it didn't look it, lo- it looked like it, it was definitely uh something annoying <laughs> something <laughs> something something where if he was on the show uh he would be like uh struggling um so yeah he's he's not in here today but uh with all that said uh what we're gonna do right away is we're gonna get into esports specifically rocket league championships <laughs> question mark <laughs> uh so let's we can talk about the format i think at the end of the show um but i think this is what everyone's going to be here for today tice wiggles we're going to start with you because i know already that you have uh, some of the uh some of some of the fire i guess that a lot of the community is showing to this um how how do you feel about the fact that they have announced there will be no land this year um disappointed i guess is probably the best word to describe it i think it wasn't so much that you sort of are expecting there to be a land with the global pandemic and, and everything like that. Like you, you take a look at how the world's been over like the whole year and you're sort of like, yeah, like it kind of makes sense that it wouldn't happen sort of, but mm-hmm. I think everyone probably had that hope and then it's just, uh, we've lost the hope now. <laughs> so it doesn't feel great, obviously. I mean, I think one of the and this, I'm going to bring up some of the things that you wrote, but I think one of the things that a lot of uh, that you're pointing to was that a lot of other esports had um, had been managed to do something or another, like some kind of in person event, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's players or no players. Uh, sorry, uh, even if it was like no fans or very limited fans, I think there was definitely like hope of something like that happening. It doesn't seem to be the case, but um, I, there was a lot of outrage. There was a lot of outrage, I guess, on the on the uh, the Rocket League uh, Twitter, shall we say? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I guess I guess maybe speak to that a little bit, Ty, if you if you can. Uh, what do you think? Do you think like there was a possibility that there can be some kind of, you know, like did all the players kind of hope? I guess that that there's some possibility of some kind of in person event. I think. Uh, one of the biggest problems, really, was that Psyonix didn't communicate anything beforehand to the players. Mm. So they just found out that Worlds was cancelled like at the same time as the general public did. And they yeah. didn't really react to that the best way on Twitter. And obviously everyone's upset because they've like this is their dream. This is what they're working for for the whole year kind of thing. So um, obviously they weren't happy about that. And then also, like I know a lot of them were upset as well because, as you mentioned earlier, like there was... A number of other esports that have figured out ways to do like whether it's a bubble land with no fans or whether it's just having teams all go to the same continent and compete online through boot camps or whatever mm-hmm. um and then there's a number of like another a number of esports that have done uh or that are bigger than rocket league and some that are smaller than rocket league that have figured out ways to do all that so you sort of i kind of like that idea league. i like the uh like bring everyone to north america but like you can have them all like play in separate venues. Like you don't necessarily have to bring everyone together. Yeah, that's what um, uh, Counter Strike does right now. They have all the teams just 
at different boot camps and facilities in Europe, and they're just playing all their events online. So I thought personally, if we were going to get an international worlds, I thought that that's how they would do it, but obviously they haven't done one. So yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about. Uh, I mean, I'm going to give my thoughts first on like telling players because I think one of the things like this this kind of seems weird, but I think. That's going to be weird for me to say. Um, I wonder how people are going to feel about it. Uh, I have a feeling if there was, if they announced this earlier, if players knew earlier, we'd have a lot of not motivated players. Um, I, well, I actually, maybe that's not the case. I think, I think maybe if they started the season essentially being like, there's, there's a good chance there won't be worlds um, and just play for like the prize money. But I think, especially with how packed everything is with like the grid and regionals and like major tournaments where it's almost like this windmill of continuous play in order to reach this goal worlds. I think it was very unfair to the players. Like I think they had a format that was structured toward everyone leading toward land. Mm -hmm. And I think it works great for land. But now if you look back and you're like, no, like these players are playing like major tournaments essentially every two weeks or like, you know what I mean? Or they'd have like a week off and then they'd be playing the next like big tournament. And I think that actually is worse format if there isn't this big land at the end of the, the year in retrospect, right? Um, because I think it just burns out a lot of players and there's kind of realization. It's like if you had this many events but there was going to be no Worlds, I think a lot of teams might literally just been like, yeah, I'm going to sit out this event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there might be some events that'd be like, yeah, I'm just not going to show up. Like our team, our team's gonna take a break in this one, or, or we're gonna like reset. We're not gonna play this one. If, if the, you know, if, if it was just like, yeah, because there were so many events. <laughs> like if there was four four major tournaments, okay, then teams could be like, okay, we're gonna work to those four major tournaments and then pick and choose what other smaller tournaments we want to do. Mm-hmm. But with the for- way the format was set up, essentially, it's like, yeah, you're gonna do this grueling schedule of continuously playing in these tournaments. Uh, because you you need to you need to be in all these grid and the, the 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 regionals in order to gain these points to go to worlds and that is all kind of you know it's not extremely basic because I'm sure like there's still prize money at the end but it's like clearly not the same goal uh, that they had started off with yeah, yeah what, what do you what do you think of of kind of the tournament format there yeah I 100% agree with you I think that's one of the main complaints is um, with the lack of communication and and not knowing that there wasn't a worlds is they've condensed the schedule um for the season and for the formats like you were mentioning like how there's like a bunch of tournaments every it was grueling it's the most grueling thing ever right? yeah if you look for example at um we've got europe uh regional going on this week they had their two days of grid on monday and tuesday um they had one day off on wednesday and then they had the regional start on thursday and it'll go all the way till sunday they have one day off this week Mm-hmm. And it's if if we had known or if they had told the players that there wasn't going to be a Worlds or even if they didn't tell the players they could have and they just still knew they could have extended the schedule and just had this later on in the summer and not had them having to play for six days a week. Yeah, because because all, all that's going to happen now is if like uh, is essentially this championship series is going to end and then they're going to have to start thinking about a new <laughs> a new season and series and it's like how do you structure it for next year right where there's so much more unknowns going forward mm-hmm. uh and now they're kind of like yeah we're gonna wrap it up with the championships thing 
but we're also going to you know what i mean we also had this grueling schedule that was made for this like point you know gaining as many points as you can playing as much as you can uh yeah yeah i think i think that's a big thing okay let's talk about something johnny boy had put said on twitter i don't know if you saw the post um i think i know what you're talking about so he was saying essentially something the fact that there's a lot of players that are unprofessional and, and complaining and whining and i and like saying they're gonna like throw and play meme cars mm-hmm. um and like johnny boy says something to the fact of like a lot of the scene needs to grow up um and i i i'm gonna i like to take people's arguments at the best version of them if that makes sense. So I'm I'm going to say that Johnny Boy in, is what he's trying to say is essentially like you're still competing for money. So you saying you're throwing and like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to be like, oh, I don't care about the rest of the season. It is unprofessional by its very definition, right? right. Like no, no pro athlete that has a contract that's getting paid, right? Unless they're like really in the upper echelons, but like most most pro athletes are going to be professionals, and they're just going to be like, you know, even if they're losing a season and they have twenty games, literally the team is not making the playoffs, they're going to go there and they're still going to play to the best of their ability in that situation, right? Even if they're not playing for anything, right? Like a uh, you know some basketball or hockey teams where it's like you're not making playoffs at this point anyway, but you're still have to play that end of the season like ten games. Uh, and you're gonna do your best because you're you're paid to do this, right? I think that's kind of the slant that Johnny Boy was coming from, right? Um, and so from I I kind of see that perspective, uh, and I I would argue that in general, like we have a very young scene of professionals, so there's a lot of other things, you know, albeit you know this excluded, where I'm sure there's a lot of growing up to do for our scene, uh, but you know it, I think to I think for a lot of these players, it's just emotional reactions to, to like the first thing where it's like, this is what I was working toward all year. Um, and, and like now, now it kind of feels like I spent a lot of time working towards this, but this isn't, you know, I mean, like this is not, it's no longer like the thing I was working towards. Yeah. What are what's your take on this? Right. Yeah. So I think you covered a lot of it very well. Um, I think it's um, sort of ties into that hope thing I was talking about earlier. But if when you look at at the pro perspective, obviously this is what they've been working their entire career towards. Like if you look at uh, Team BDS, for example, they've qualified for Worlds, yeah. um, and this is like their dream. Obviously, none of them have played at Worlds or anything before, so they wake up one morning, or well, I guess in the afternoon for you or whatever. But they <laughs> see this tweet, right? And then all of a sudden, these dreams just die, right? Of course, you're going to be emotional reacting to that like you're not just going to say oh well we'll get them next year because what if next year teams make roster moves they catch up to bds and what if bds misses out on worlds what if we never get to see this team on land right i think it's, it's hard to be literally arguably the best team in rocket league ever to maintain that performance for like a year and then the goal you're working toward to not be there and then essentially be told you now have to keep this performance up for another year if you yeah. want to even hope, right? With no, with no guarantee, you you need to hope that you're going to be able to maintain it after the year. And Rocket League is such a young esport too that two years keeping up this form is such a long time. Like, there's going to be two generations of new players coming into the scene that can 
compete with you and, and it's people are going to be focusing purely on you and figuring you out because you are the best of the best and to not get your chance to prove that on the world stage is is heartbreaking for these players mm. is there any other gut reactions you kind of had to this news uh any gut reactions i think um uh one one more thing to say would be that the way that this whole year was done it really feels extremely anticlimactic i think to mm -hmm. not finish off with some sort of world championship it just seems like they had so much going on and it, it was this huge huge year and it just feels like it's sort of just winding down without any climax hmm. i agree because i like for for a a big moment there there's a feeling of like rocket league is at the biggest has ever been right mm -hmm. uh, i think viewership wise right uh i think the only like we were having essentially like monthly viewership that rivaled the finals <laughs> like the world finals like on a regular basis i feel especially in north america um and even eu like i'm seeing a big jump right like a hundred thousand seems if you're under 100 100k on like saturday sunday of these tournaments it seems low now right yeah for sure uh which is you know incredibly good for an esport like let, let, let's not get it wrong but there is definitely a feeling that like the big build up that this whole year was going towards is now not there um do you think they're even like this kind of seems weird to even propose but like part of me is like i think a lot of pros would like even like a cross server championships. I know there's a lot of problem putting a lot of money on the line and stuff for that. But I think there's a feeling from a lot of people. It's like, we did want to see these teams in between these regions clash at some point. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know if you feel that would be, ever be a possibility of kind of like switching servers and having tournaments like that. But I know I, you know, then they're like, Oh, it's not competitive viable. But I think from a fan's perspective, like a lot of people would still love to see that. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. I think from the fan perspective, it, it would be obviously people would love to watch any type of international play, whether it's online or anything. Right. But it, as you said, it's just the competitive integrity of playing cross region is, is just not there at the moment, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. That's so tough. Cause I, I just, man, I like, I'm someone who honestly, November kind of figured there wasn't going to be a land. Like, I, I don't know if that's that's maybe just, just my little more skeptical brain thinking, right? Mm -hmm. um, I I think, like, you know, I, I mean, literally what? Like, last weekend, there was, like, WrestleMania that happened, which is insane, which is crazy in its own right. Uh, but, you know, go to Florida, I guess. I guess they let you do whatever you want there. Uh, but I think there is some, you know, definitely... A feeling of of yeah, it was a. See, it's tough because like, I think Nick Tackler once said that like LAN is one of the biggest things for Rocket League, right? But I actually feel in some ways Rocket League has really built a reputation in the past even three months of being a game that didn't need LAN, right? But it, I think it really needs this final tournament or final world tournament, even if it's not a LAN, and I think. I honestly would have loved to see, even if it's not competitively viable, them put on even and even if they don't put like you know a crazy prize pool, 
just take the top teams and do a tournament. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like call it, call it the world championships, and like people are gonna like put an asterisk behind whoever wins or whatever. But like I think that would still be a better way to kind of complete it, even if you bring the prize pool down or keep the prize pool there. I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe spread the prize pool out. Do some like do this championships tournament after with like a reduced prize pool and then split it between this and like this one tournament, this one world tournament. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of things. Cause like, I think that would have been still better, you know? Cause then I would have that one weekend and be like, okay, this is the world championships. You know, it's, it's not, there's going to be server issues. There's going to be internet problems. I get it, but I still want to see that, you know, it all not fade, fade away. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, Okay, let's talk about um, what is replacing this tournament, all right? And it is the RLCSX Championships. The first thing I want to mention on this uh, is... uh, (laughs) I saw a meme, and it was just like a Pokemon. It was just like RLCSX is evolving, and then just becomes RLCSX Championships, (laughs) uh, which I think is pretty funny. Uh, I'm gonna read quickly and like skim through. I'm gonna I'm gonna here quote the article. This is from Dot Esports by Scott Robertson. Uh, just kind of recapping what it is exactly. Um, but essentially, uh, this is gonna run from June 15th to the 20th. The RLCX Championships, okay, ships, ch- championships. There's a plural that they added. They added a plural. Okay, uh, with several notable changes. Um, and essentially, it is. Uh, best of sets there's a whole bunch of best of sets although you know i don't they they like really hype the like best of series but kind of what it looks like is like <laughs> it looks like our old uh old regional format from like previous years where you've like team five and six play and then the winner of that plays against the loser of team three and four and the winner of that plays against uh oh i guess i guess then it feeds into team one and team two like it's essentially like okay the better you placed in your region uh the better position you are going to be in this championship hold on i did not explain how this works okay so <laughs> uh i'm getting in my head ahead of myself so uh there's a one million dollar prize pool which is now split up uh to four hundred thousand going to na and eu and a hundred thousand going to oceana and south america respectively all right so the million dollar prize pool is now just split up into the different regions essentially favoring na and eu um which means uh what, what was the uh oce team that you ke- uh, that keeps winning uh, uh ground zero the ground zero can still claim that it's the best team in the world um <laughs> uh but so for for the oce and the south american i believe is just gonna be the finals like the two best teams playing against each other yeah um and for north american eu it's going to be the top six teams so your points i mean still add up to get into this championships which is four hundred thousand dollars so it's not like there isn't money to play for so there's at least that um uh and you are essentially if you are the top two teams you're already placed in the semis um if you and then uh if you are like the fifth and sixth team you're playing against each other and you have to win a whole bunch uh, just to make it through so yeah uh there's a nice graphic for this i'm not gonna go too far into it but it's essentially just a playoff play it's kind of like playoff slash in the quarterfinals t- 
the third and fourth place team uh get to if they lose they get to play the fifth the winner of the fifth and sixth team that's the only difference and other than that it's just a regular playoff bracket with with seating i guess is one way to explain it uh round one the quarterfinals are best of fives the semifinals and grand finals are best of sevens um yeah is, is there anything else that i'm missing here um well the best of five sets and best of seven sets i don't know if you explain that okay explain the sets yes this is the part that threw me off right so yeah so um, you have to win (laughs) go ahead (laughs) okay so you have to win okay so when i said best of five best of seven these are sets best of five sets so five sets of best of sevens is that what it is it's well they're best of three sets the way they word it is super weird it's um oh my goodness it's basically (laughs) it's basically best of three best of fives and best of sevens so it's the first team to win two best of fives will advance so basically when your team five and team six play each other for one of those teams to advance they have to win two best of fives against the other team so it could be like game five team five wins and then say game five team six wins and it would go to a final best of five for the uh tiebreaker it's like what <laughs> two you have to win two series out of three to advance to the next round no no i got it i got it you're you're you know you know how they say game set and match right yeah so yeah it's it's you're playing best of threes and you have to win the best of fives of the best of threes <laughs> or or later the best of seven of the best of three anyway it it's not as complicated as i'm sure it's it's like i mean we're gonna stop trying to explain it because because we're in audio form so it's a lot clearer i think i think once you kind of sit down and you see the tournament it's not that bad okay they're just playing a whole bunch of best of threes okay uh and they're just insanely you have to win a lot of these best of threes it's probably the easiest way to explain it um and what i'm looking at here is uh yeah i think i think there's quite that like if the fifth and sixth team want to win this whole championships they have to like there's a possibility they play 72 games i think that was the calculation yep uh which is insanity um although <laughs> part of me like i know they're putting the 72 games up i mean that makes it really interesting if a fifth or sixth place team wins the grand finals. I'll say that much. Like that is a story and a half. Yeah. Uh, I doubt many of the sixth, fifth, and sixth teams are going to make it past semis. I think. Uh, I think that would be a hard case. That being said, I mean there is a part of me that's like thinking this is a terrible idea, but another part of me is like actually curious to see what team can kind of. It's like an Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man Rocket League tournament. <laughs> they have to like. <laughs> It's a marathon run, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Who has be, the most endurance. It'll be interesting to see whether teams that start on like the lower end, like the team five and six and the team three and four, it'll be interesting to see if they, uh, if as the week goes on and they play more games, if they start getting more fatigued or if they take that mm. as momentum. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, because I guess this is over a course of the week, like five days. Yeah, right? it's not all played on one day. It's like so smart. <laughs> certain rounds are played on different days. As, but it's all over one week for all four regions at the same time. Man. Um, okay, so well, I mean, that's kind of cool because it means I won't be over. Like, there's still part of me that's like, 
I much rather watch one set on one day and just have that one set each day to watch than you know this best of five set. Uh then then have it all crammed into like, you know, one region one day, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm a, I, I could just like tune in and be like, okay, fifth and sixth are playing today. Right? And then or even if there's two of these sets, right? It, that actually makes it a lot easier to follow, I feel. Like, I feel like actual broadcasting will be a lot easier to follow. Because literally, you just tune in Monday. Uh, I Actually, it was the 15th it's starting on. Hold on. Let me let me do some quick calendar work uh, here. June... So, Tuesday. I believe yeah. it's Tuesday. Uh, and essentially, you just tune in and you'll just focus on that set for that region that day. Uh, and it'll kind of continue on. So, that that following it won't actually be as difficult i think i think you just kind of tune in and you'll have these two teams that you're worrying about maybe maybe there'll be uh you know four teams but still it's it's actually not as bad uh as the the bracket kind of makes it seem i feel um i think there will be a lot of play teams that are going to burn out by uh by by the like the end especially if they're winning <laughs> um but I think it's just confusing. That's what frustrates me of this bracket. But this 100%, the best team is going to win. All right. Like, this is essentially a format that kind of me- means, like, no, you have to be the most consistent team for the longest amount of time. And there that makes you the winner. There's no, like, there's going to be no team squeaking by. Let me put it that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what do you think of this format? <laughs> um, I think it's interesting. Um, I don't. I, I like the best of sets. I think it'll be interesting to watch and, and see. But I don't really think you need it. I think if you were just playing one best of seven for each match, I think you would still have the better team moving on. I don't think there would be really any like bad beats where a team that is clearly worse ends up moving on. I don't think that'll really happen in a, a best of seven series. But even with with the sets it's just another layer of the making sure the best team moves on kind of thing but i think uh it's it's fine for these championships i think if they were using this to test out best of sets for future events i would prefer probably just the grand finals or maybe the semifinals and grand finals to have it i really like that they've now simplified the playoff final like in the last season it's been once you hit uh, quarters, it's just a standard bracket. I think that's important. Mm. Uh, and I like. I think this is where competitive, you know, best team needs to win gets trumped by v- viewability, shall we say, uh, or gets trumped by the broadcast. I think. I think there needs to be a sliver of hope for some of these teams to squeak out a win, a best of seven win. Like, that's already seven. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's already a best of seven. Like, that's already a lot of games. Yeah. Uh, so, I I think keeping it and not making it these, like, crazy long series is going to be better from a viewership perspective. I don't mind this one-off tournament, but I think if this continues on, I'd be, I'd be annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, okay, okay. Man, that that was a convoluted explanation. I feel. <laughs> part part of me feels tired that you like, you you already got all your thoughts out in the Discord, and then now you all the anger has subsided from you. <laughs> yeah, I'm less angry now and just more 
kind of sad that we don't have worlds. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know, two world championships in a row getting canceled kind of sucks. That's true. That's something else to think about, right? Like, Season 9 um, was a really big one because it was a G2 resurgence, which coincidentally is happening right now. Um, and, you know, th- there was like, oh, is this the year G2 might win, right? Because they won Season 9 North America. Um, and now, I guess... Yeah, I... I mean, part of me feels like after after this season, like they should at this point with like two years, no championships. I think they should get rid of all the previous championships. OK, get rid of those tallies, uh, <laughs> make it completely fresh. Everyone started uh, over. No, I, it's tough too, right? Because like Garrett, Garrett won. And that was a big thing when energy finally won. Right. So there's no there's no kind of denying that. But part of me is like, yeah, you know what? We can't have Turbo as like the, the best player of all time still, you know, mm. the, at least in result wise. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard because like with uh, with the way that Team BDS dominated Europe this season, if they had gone to Worlds and and had won it, like then you start putting them in that conversation for best of like best team of all time, right? You you put them beside Dignitas and Cloud9 uh, as the best teams in the world, and and you start to say like, well, are they better than than these teams because of how much more this season meant being a year long and and how many events there were, right? And now mm-hmm. they, they, without a world's title, I just don't think you can really put them in that conversation, unfortunately. Which is so tough. Like, I'm, like now I don't want to say this, but like 100% after these championships, a whole bunch of these teams are going to change. Yeah. Well, right? Contracts well, are going to come up. Uh, and even if they t- say the same, like, can they keep, you know, can all these teams keep that form for another year? Like, we're not going to get to see. But like, I would venture to say... That the current version of the top six, okay, let's just say the top ten teams in the world, okay, whoever they may be, are definitely a lot better than the season eight NRG. Oh, for sure. You know, like just where where the game has gone, right? Like if you if you take these teams, even the present day NRG, I think would beat themselves two years ago. Yeah, uh, that's just the nature of this game. Is the skill ceiling is always rising, right? So. So I, that's why it's so tough, right? Because you're going to have these teams who are not going to have that, that, uh, fame, that qualification that, Hey, they actually did it. Um, but you know, we're, we're not going to look at this. Like it's sad to say, but I, I I don't think a North American championship or championships (laughs) title, uh, is going to be comparable to, to like that world title right that that world definition but it's so tough because 100 percent like these teams would be better than some of those you know than most than all probably of those world championships mm-hmm. um so yeah it's gonna be tough for for these like team bds here and uh yeah i think we're but because of this whole announcement so to bring it back okay something we do have to keep in mind is that this is still a four hundred thousand dollar tournament that they're gonna essentially put on right um and it's gonna be grueling and i know a lot of people might be complaining about the schedule a little bit and i totally get that considering how wild and bonkers the schedule is but some of these teams are playing for four hundred thousand dollars uh split up uh and i think what i kind of do like about the format is that all the points you've accumulated essentially if you got top two because of like how you did in the year you're guaranteed you know a bigger chunk of that prize pool already yeah. uh 
so that that's kind of cool actually i do like that i do like it seems they still rewarded essentially the the teams that are going to be on top of this uh leaderboard from what i see um so it's not like it's you know completely for naught the the point the point tally um just like how they rewarded leak play uh when we had leak play right um but yeah okay i think any any other final thoughts on the championships here um no no final thoughts i think we covered a lot of it i think we're good all good all good okay in that case i think what we can do is quickly go over uh maybe the current standings especially in an a and eu uh for the teams there's some movement a little bit uh so i think that might be good to to go over in the most recent tournaments obviously we're in the middle of an eu regional so the points could change but but i do want to mention some standouts uh most notably actually let, let's just stick to some of the big stories okay sure uh g2 with their new sub i mean i don't want to say it but they look incredible <laughs> yeah they look really good i think um Dries is uh sort of he's fitting into the roster well he's doing his job which is enabling chicago and jnaps to play up front mm-hmm. um and then he's also having his pop-off moments he had a couple highlight reel plays over the weekend and uh yeah he's looking good i think um i don't know if you can say that g2 are better with Dries than they are with rizzo yet they had basically the same performance but mm. uh over time obviously Dries will uh, be able to improve so we'll see how it goes mm-hmm uh so in the most yeah the in the most re- sorry if we can actually go over the just consider well i just realized that like half the information has now disappeared because the tournament was believed to have been canceled <laughs> oh, for this liquipedia has completely changed their their uh their setup right now which is bugging me because uh i want to see the most recent tournament and i can't seem to see it. oh okay there we go uh uh what a mess okay um <laughs> regional event number two was the most recent event that happened i believe right yes yes it was for spring uh so i just want to look at some of these results while we're kind of talking about g2 so g2 made their first semifinals appearance right so this is the best that they've done i believe all year uh they made three semifinals before that with Rizzo, but it was their first, or sorry, their second time winning a best of seven because they changed mm. the format from fall where the All right, there's a million different formats. And, yeah, yeah, everything is crazy convoluted, but basically they've been to the semifinals before, um, but this was their second time winning a best of seven on a championship Sunday, which is a good result. It's a good result. Uh, Space Station kind of taking back their crown from earlier in the season as well in the most regional tournament. FaZe Clan has been a... Br- Honestly, the change from the peeps to FaZe Clan has been great for both the scene and the team, I feel. <laughs> uh, just that acquisition, that brand recognition, the 40,000 people extra that they gather just because it says FaZe Clan. Like, literally, if you look at the stats yeah. on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> I think it's been really good. Yeah, I think it's given uh, the peeps a lot of confidence knowing they have great backing behind them and and people they got to prove that they can compete for. I think uh, they've done well to make a couple good runs. And obviously they haven't 
gone past the quarterfinals yet this region or this uh mm-hmm. split, but they've had a couple tough opponents with uh they've played I think they played Rogue um the first regional who won who won the whole tournament and they went seven games there and then they played NRG this time so maybe if they get a better draw like a KCP or something they'll be able to go further but they look good they do look good for sure for sure yeah Rogue uh Rogue didn't well Rogue really only lost to Space Station in this tournament um uh, well in groups Rogue also lost to Space Station and phase and then they did lose space station again in the quarterfinals so rogue was not having their tournament this time around it seems yeah they were definitely uh, not because they were on the up and up like they were definitely felt like a lot stronger team even a month ago right Mm -hmm. so i wonder if uh if that will change as it continues on that's definitely a a team to watch out for to, to watch how their form is going i guess um the bigger result i guess you could say is from the previous we can't go over this because this was after our our, uh march update this is the april uh, roundup shall we say um we had a crazy european result uh with team queso winning beating solary who was the former uh, oxygen there's like a whole mess there (laughs) (laughs) team cheese and solary because of it jumped up like crazy yeah, Solary were on a hell of a tear that regional. They kind of went all right in the group stage. I think they went two and two, if I can find it. Uh, two and two, yeah. They took down Wild and Godsmill's team. Um, and then in the knockout gauntlet, they had a really hard bracket. They had to play BDS, who they lost to. And then in the lower bracket, they matched up with Vitality, who they took out. So. Big result there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then into the playoffs, they had to play Atlantide Wave, who uh, had just come off of qualifying through the upper bracket against Xenotoss. Um, yeah, who they... is Atlantide Wave? Because, like, <laughs> Atlantide Wave I, is. I love. Bubble, bubble, uh, just a, a new French bubble team, basically. I love how, like, French and Spanish just they just have these like pure like all french or all spanish bubble teams that just pop out of nowhere they're like no nah, they're actually a quarterfinal level team you know? yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> they just came out of nowhere and the french 15 year olds i think there's like, two 15 year olds on the team and they just the french something about the french and the spanish like you said they just create great teams as soon as they're eligible so i think i think it's cool to see i think france like france and spain have definitely had a definitely in like rock league it feels like they're definitely countries that uh produce a lot of players and i think one of the biggest difficulties with a lot of esports that happens a lot of the time is that you'll have these like one-off players from regions that represent the region but the region itself doesn't really have a strong backing like doesn't really have a community Mm -hmm. um and from result wise at least it feels like there's a lot of these teams um in, in in france and spain where like these teams must be playing against each other all the time and really building each other up. And I think that is why we're seeing, you know, bubble team X appearing, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Out of nowhere and, and, and dominating. And Team Queso, who has been kind of on the up and up. But yeah, there you go. Once again, a, a full Spanish team just, just taking over. Um, They have a couple... I think Atomic is the only player I recognize. I, I know a couple of these other players were also higher up in events um yeah thing about team queso is um they 
sort of came out of nowhere this season. They hadn't been in RLRS or RLCS at all before. So this season's open format has really allowed them to shine, and they've come oh, that's in. That's amazing. They're winning events and fighting for top six spots now. So it's uh, pretty crazy to see how much the old format really did bottleneck talent. And well, no, this the was the open former format, Magnifico roster, though. Yes, but they hadn't uh, appeared in RLRS or RLCS or anything mm, before the season mm. started. And with uh, under Magnifico, they made their first appearance in the first regional in fall. Wild. And Wild. now they're winning events. Kind of crazy. There you go. Making Rock League, once again, the most volatile. <laughs> One of the most volatile esports, I feel. It's hard to stay on top, right? Like that, like Absolutely. it's results like this that makes me think like, man, has BDS done a crazy great job, you know? Like, yes, BD- Team BDS lost to Top Looks in the quarterfinals of this tournament, but like overall, the results, their consistency speaks for itself when you have like all these other teams that just pop out of nowhere and win tournaments. Yeah. Um, and like Vitality just nowhere to be seen in this one. <laughs> yeah, Vitality dropping out before the top eight again. But uh, man, I, I'm so curious what the motivation is like for some of these teams going forward. Yeah, especially your teams like Vitality who've been playing all season for the World Championship. Obviously, this result was before they knew the World Championship was canceled. But since they were so far ahead, obviously they don't have to work to get those top twos as much as they're basically well they have qualified for the world championship or they would have by uh this point so obviously the the wins don't mean as much for them yeah for sure for sure um i think it's actually really gonna be intriguing that they dropped this on what on a friday uh that's kind of like (laughs) mid-tournament The... I think the results of the EU regional that's going to go on uh, over the weekend, and I'm sure as many people are listening to this, they'll know what the results are. Uh, it's probably, I imagine it's going to be wild for a lot of these teams. Yeah, I think the biggest example um, after the first two days of the regional, because they dropped it, the the news of the World Championship being canceled, they dropped it Thursday morning, one hour before the regional started. Oh my goodness. So players good timing found there. out, like your players, like like your teams like Endpoint, Dignitas, um, like Galaxy Racer, all those that are like fighting for that top six, that world spot, suddenly have uh, crush motivation because there is no worlds, right? And I think uh, you really see that with Endpoint, this regional, who um, mm. crashed out of groups. They didn't even make the knockout gauntlet, uh, which effectively made them not qualify for the major, which means they can no longer make top six. So their season is over as of today. Wild. I mean, that is still a lot of money on the line, right? It's this weird thing where I think the reality is, and, and like, maybe I'm just, you know, the adult, right? That kind of, like, in this kind of situation, I think I would be able to justify the effort because as much as the tournament, you know, like, the world tournament is the big thing, another part of me is like, no, that's a lot of money up for grabs. Like, you know, there, there, there is a sense of, like, livelihood, I guess, that I... <laughs> that I'd be very much determined to do. And that's not even from like, you know, and maybe that's just me. Right. But I think for a lot of these younger players, like all the money's nice, but to them, it's, it's, it's the, uh, the notoriety of, you know, winning worlds. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, Which is one of those things, things that like the money will go away, but you know, that legend that you're, 
your legacy will right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's not to say that they're not trying their hardest for the for the money and and, and to make top six and everything it's just they're obviously like getting paid salaries at least most of the teams the top teams have good high level orgs that are paying them well um mm-hmm. so the prize money itself isn't it's it's a nice bonus but it's not their only income um and mm. it's a lot of them are are just here purely for the competition because they want to be the best yeah. and without a way to prove it on the world stage it's just it it is a blow to the the mentality for sure and i mean like speaking to the younger you know younger players younger scene i think you're gonna really see who is who are those who can uh, still be motivated despite all these things happening like who are the the stronger of will in some ways mm-hmm. um and i think those teams are, are gonna you're gonna see some better results from teams that just you know and i think you know what's interesting i think there's gonna be a lot of teams that were never gonna make worlds anyway that are gonna be more motivated now right because they're not making worlds anyway like like i'm talking about like lower level teams that want to make a name for themselves like this is it you got <laughs> you got you got this regional and major to make a name for yourself because there's a lot of teams that are you know thought they were going to worlds and now they can't make it the worlds and it's not like you were going for worlds anyway so there might be a lot of those kind of you know teams in that bubble region actually motivated to be like hey this is the time to make a name for ourselves oh 100 right? like the season is, is is finishing up like there's teams without that are winning on motivation it's getting low like this is your time as a bubble player to prove yourself against the top teams this is you know looking to the team... off season where like world's teams or like close to world's teams that are are going to end up making roster moves like this is your chance to try to show your show that you have what it takes for one of those spots right uh yeah team uh you know um what was some of the names we had in the past like anime hair or like you know what i mean yeah i need i need one of those teams to like win the next regional tournament or next major that'd be amazing <laughs> uh yeah okay uh i think we talked at great length and i think we covered uh the announcement as well as kind of the current standings uh i think i think maybe in the next month we'll, we'll essentially have solidified what the championships will look like so i'm sure we can get into previewing all those teams uh for that championship um yeah, because our next, you know, our next uh, esport roundup will be in mid-May, and then the tournament's mid-June. So our, you know, our June roundup can be about the championships tournament. So it's a nice little kind of uh, uh, what's roadmap. I you know something something Psionics uh, didn't provide for <laughs> the players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for land, no, they had a great roadmap, and just the uh, the destination was uh, obscured, shall we say yeah um all right ty thanks thanks for being on the show uh i know i felt like i talked a lot more in this one i had a lot more energy and i feel like ty ty had like burnt out of all his anger uh you know put it furiously typed it all in the discord and here he was like (laughs) oh just acceptance he's he's at the stage of acceptance (laughs) that's right uh yeah all right everyone uh thank you all for listening i hope you enjoy the show ty thanks for being here yeah, thank you for and, having me. Uh, yeah, no problem. We'll see you in a month. Regular show will be back Tuesday as well. So uh, we'll see you all then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.